This episode's random word is not so much a word, but more of a phrase.、Mm-hmm. And this phrase is dara dara suru.、Mm-hmm. Jisa chan, what does dara dara suru mean? Being lazy. Being lazy. Or feel like, ah,、uh, or doing nothing. Or doing nothing. So, this is a nice Sunday. So, I feel like a nice Sunday for dara dara suru. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That sounds perfect. How would you use it? Would you say, I am dara dara suru or you are dara dara suru? For like Japanese, you don't,、um, don't actually have to say I. Okay. You can always omit I part, which could be like boku or watashi. Yeah.、Uh, and then you could say dara dara, dara suru. Dara dara suru. Yes. Okay, yeah, that's another thing with the Japanese language, all the omissions and such.、Mm-hmm. So that's one more difficult twist within there, so,、um, which links perfectly to this week's episode.、Mm-hmm. So, you ready to get into it? Yeah. All right, here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Japan Podcast, where we're going to cover all the most difficult mysteries of the Japanese language and reveal them to you so you、mm-hmm. can understand the hidden side、mm-hmm. of what is Japanese.、Mm-hmm. With Chisa chan's help. <laughs> Sounds fun. Okay, so before we get into it, first I want to update you on all things Japan. So, all things Japan. Uh, we got some new videos for you on the YouTube channel, so be sure to check those out. And of course, the ongoing Instagrams. And、um, as always, we are always looking for more recommendations and opinions on our website. All of this is in the show notes below. So,、um, oh, in terms of future videos upcoming, we have some fun stuff. I recently discovered a chocolate shop here. Which is pretty cool, and I might be able to do a video within this cool chocolate shop. So keep an eye out for that. I'll post some images. And I also found one more、um, English speaker like me in Japan who is very interested in discovering more food adventures and all things Japan. So I might have an, another sidekick that we'll go out and make some fun videos with. So, fun things coming out. So now let's get into the lesson content here. So, getting into the difficult side of Japanese, we're going to start with a couple just general overall difficulties, and then we're going to teach you some fun words that are really hard to pronounce.、Um, but they're actually quite useful as well. So, let's get into the first subject which makes the Japanese language so difficult. And the first topic is indirectness. Now, not only is learning the vocabulary and the structure、um, of a new language difficult, but actually in Japanese, the way of communicating is a little bit different and requires some different thinking processes.、Um, and for example, when I say indirectiveness, Chisa chan, what is your interpretation of this? Indirectness? That's so vague. Is it? it was I indirect? Yeah, what, what, can you just give me a more specific question? Yes. I, when you and I have had conversations,、yeah. you're always saying how English is easier to express, like what you actually mean or your message or、uh-huh. convey something specific. But you said in Japanese, everything can be a little bit vague. Ah, 
Oh, right.、Um, mm. I see.、Uh, that's when we're talking about like sentence enders that we use for Japanese. Because it、like, depends on sentence enders、uh, that you pick. We sometimes find that we could sometimes find you speaking too. Arrogantly, okay, <laughs> or like you, we could also find you speaking very politely, okay, yeah. So that's why like sentence enders are quite important,、mm. and then that's why like I feel like Japanese is more interact in a way, yeah, because like we always try to make it sound like、uh, we never offend like anyone. Around us, whoever we talk with. Okay. Yeah. So you never say like a direct.、Uh, like、mess. we always have to kind of pick the best sentence ender.、Uh, depends on who you are talking with. Okay. And then I think English doesn't quite have it. Like it might have slightly. I, I don't really think so, actually. There's just generally like. Yeah. You could say please or you cannot say yeah, please. Yeah, like you <laughs> can be polite, like.、Yeah. Uh, By kind of changing like the changing the word, right? But then like、uh, you don't have to be so specific. And for example, like、uh, you can pretty much call anyone by first name, right?、Mm-hmm. Most likely, like maybe like for the business situation, like you might have to call like a person, Mister or Missus or something, right? But then like at work, like normally people call each other by names.、Mm-hmm. Regardless of like ages, genders, or the position.、Mm-hmm. But then, like in Japan, we never call each other by first name unless like you are a very close friend.、Mm-hmm. And plus, like at、um, uh, work, like you call like, or you, yeah, you call like your coworkers or your bosses like,、uh, by last name. But、mm-hmm. you have to also put like the kind of what, what's, what do you call it? San or Sama? Sama, yeah, like name ender, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess.、Mm-hmm. With name ender, it just depends on who you're talking with and such. Yeah, yeah. So it's just all about like you don't want to offend people and you want to、mm-hmm. make sure everybody is feeling treated right. Right. Okay, so you're kind of thinking more strategically in your communication. Yeah, so like yeah.、Uh, Japanese language isn't just like,、uh, you know, rem-、uh, like memorizing all of like, you know, formula,、yeah. how you like how you construct、mm-hmm. sentences with like、uh, words, like, ver- like using, by using verbs,、yeah. like adjective and such.、Mm-hmm. It's not only like about the order of the Sentence, you have to know the atmosphere you are at. Right. Okay. So there's、yeah. a hidden element of atmosphere to、um, add in to your language. Yeah. Well, like English is the same, though. Like all the、mm. languages, we have to use it like as a communication tool, right? Rather than just, you know, using it as a like, calculator or something like that.、Um, mm-hmm. What's that? Mm. Oh, I know, like a generator or something. Yeah. yeah. It's not just translator. Language is more like about communication, I think. Yeah. But like for the Japanese,、mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's super indirect. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And、uh, what, 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 
oh, I can't speak. I can't even speak English now.、Mm-hmm. What other examples can you think of of indirect directiveness? Like, for example, omissions as well is another element of indirectiveness, I think.、Oh, like, omissions, you're actually removing, like, I am doing this, or you did this, or like you're omitting I or you, and you're just saying briefly. A little example of something. And ah, I think like one of the ways、yeah. <laughs> of like thinking how Japanese can be indirect is yeah, you got a good point. Why I think just from my perspective, so、mm-hmm. it might be wrong. Oh, your perspective is Japanese, it's gotta yeah. be right. <laughs> well, but like one of like million Japanese, like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, Jap- personal, yeah, 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 I gotcha. Yeah, it's just, um. Oh, I think omission、mm-hmm. might, just from my understanding,、yeah. might be wrong. Okay. But I think the reason why you don't have to kind of mention I or like you don't have to specify I or like who you are talking with. Yeah. And then we kind of like get to understand, even like get to understand what you are talking or what you are speaking. Uh, by omitting some words in、mm-hmm. a sentence, it's just I think we don't want to just specify who did it because, like,、uh, we don't want if there's a mistake happen,、yeah. we don't actually have to know clearly who did it. You、right. know what I mean? You mentioned this to me. I like so this we, example. So, we always like have that way to, like, we always. Needs to have the room where you can get away、mm-hmm. with anything that you did wrong. <laughs> I see. I think that's one of things. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, it yeah, just removes yeah. blame. Because, like,、or? if you are like, speaking directly, it means like、mm-hmm. you have to be confident about like, what you are doing. Right. And if you ever made a mistake, of course, that's your responsibility too.、Mm-hmm. But in Japanese, like,、uh, cultural, I think. Uh, way of thinking. Yeah. Like, we just don't want to clarify who made a mistake or I didn't make a mistake or such. Yeah. And then we would always kind of say, oh, sorry, a lot, like、mm-hmm. so many times, just to make people feel better. Yeah. Just、mm-hmm. because we don't want to make a huge drama. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we don't have to sometimes clarify like who was wrong and such. Rather,、yeah. like we want to just make like、uh, everything better. Yeah. Well, like yeah. more friendly. Gotcha. So that things can just move、uh, smoothly. smoothly yeah. yeah. I wonder if that's why the culture seems more peaceful or just more organized. Like, I'm not saying like not taking the blame for something makes things more organized or better, but. Maybe because people are always trying to avoid constant conflict or creating yeah, I like, think that's problems between people. Yeah. Like everyone collectively understands there's a mistake、um, and someone is sorry for it and just move past it right away without getting the negative emotions mixed in. Because like Japan has so many people and so many groups, you know, all working together and. Um, I just think with more people, the less problems, the better, right? Maybe that adds to it. I don't know. But well, probably because like Japan has, like, Japan is a pretty small country in terms of a、uh, like,、uh, in terms of a size.、Mm-hmm. The property isn't big, and、yeah. we have to share like the small room with many people, right? So, of course, we don't want to. 
have any conflict, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then that would cause more stress. And then right. that's how we've been, I think, like living many years. Mm-hmm. And then like, uh, for example, oh, in Northwest, or Northwest or West? Uh, Northwest. Oh, in North, Northwest, like yeah. you may have like a lot more kind of spaces just to stay away from st- stress even there's any conflict. Right. My opinion, so you might think differently, mm-hmm. and then we'd be happy to hear what you think, though. Always. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, like, with all this indirectiveness and, like, different name endings, the atmospherical elements and omitting and such, um, those are all things that are, I think, unique to Japanese. I'm not saying I'm a language master. I only know English and a little bit of Japanese, so I can't say... Compared to everything, but compared to English, that is all unique qualities to me. Yeah, but how did you find so far, like, how did you find the Japanese so far by living in here for for months? Like, um, one of the biggest things for me is you kind of have to listen to the end of the sentence to fully get what the message is, because the verb always comes last. So, for example, it could be like, I went to the park to walk or like that's a bad example but like the verb is always at the end so it could be like i car drove i car washed so it's always kind of like you the car did what (laughs) you know so trying to piece that together and then another big thing was just um, numbers are different so it's like if there's a table you want to go to a restaurant and you want to have a table for two it would be hutari, mm-hmm. hutari, but like um, that means two people. But if you want to say like two objects, then it could be different. So it really just depends on what you're counting and what your number represents. Because like in English, you'd say a table for two, or I want two apples, or there's two cars. But in Japanese, the number two is always different based on what it is. So like. Learning how to differentiate the numbers and counters is a big thing. Yeah, and also, like, uh, how did you find, uh, like, communicating with the Japanese? Um, did you find them more indirect or um, too polite or easy to communicate with or anything? Honestly, my Japanese isn't that great yet either. So in terms of communicating with Japanese, I'm always just anxious the whole time because I don't know if I'm going to get the message across or if they're going to feel uncomfortable if I'm trying to ask them something. Because what I found is when you ask someone for help or ask someone for something, they'll do their best to help you. But if they like, even if they don't understand, they're always very polite and always very friendly. So I've never had any like negative things from it. And when you do use Japanese, they're always like happy that you're trying and stuff too. But they will try to understand. I found they always put in effort. Like some have even pulled out phones to try to like Google things and all this kind of stuff. So they do try to help. And in terms of trying to get the message across, they are very polite always. Always very kind and um, really focusing and trying to get the message across. So um, yeah, I found in general communication has been good even with the lack of understanding. Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, very polite people and very respectful. So it's been good. Good, good, good. Yes. 
And now the other difficult side is also, I'm going to mention the alphabets. As you probably all know now, there's different kanji, hiragana, katakana, all these different letters. So when you believe you know one of them, there's a whole nother one. <laughs> so mm. I've always found it super like um, um, positive where I understand, oh, I can read all the hiragana characters now. And then you look at a sign and then, oh, it's mixed with kanji now. Or, oh, it's mixed with katakana now. Mm. So there's always something new to learn in terms of the alphabets. Mm -hmm. And pronunciation is the last thing. You guys have a lot of um, like the ra, ri, ru, re, ro, like that kind of mm. stuff. That part is very difficult to pronounce. It just takes practice and mm. it sounds funny at first. <laughs> yeah, true. But in terms of pronunciation, uh, when we move on to the next side here, where we're going to teach you a couple terms that are very hard to pronounce but are quite useful, you're going to hear some of these sounds in there. So you ready to get started with this list here? Mm -hmm. Okay. So the first one is couldn't tell. Now I'm going to just read this and um, Chisa will correct me. Tsutaranekata. Oh. Hmm? How would you say that? Tsutaerarenakata. Once more? Tsutaerarenakata. And that means I couldn't tell? Mm-mm. So. Oh, I think I wasn't able to explain. Well. Oh, I see. So, tsutairakata? Mm -hmm. Anyways, you'll have to read these words in the show notes because I'm doing a terrible job of pronouncing them. And, well, they're just difficult. <laughs> so, mm. Okay, so once more, if you were just to say it in a regular sentence, like at a regular speaking pace. Tsutairarenakata. Whoa. <laughs> that sounds like three things going on yeah. in there. Yeah. Okay. And is that commonly used? Like, I, it seems like it would be. I couldn't tell. Yeah. I couldn't explain well. Well, just as much as uh, you'd have to say I couldn't explain well, mm. we use that. Okay. Good job. Okay. Gotcha. Well, look out for that one. <laughs> and the next one is you wouldn't really use this word too much, but it is still somewhat useful. So, shinryaku. Shinryaku. Shinryaku? Yes. So, that's the, that includes the ria. Ria? Ryaku. R-Y. Yes. So, once you start going through all those sounds, you'll mm -hmm. be able to say shinryaku. 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 Yes. Mm -hmm. And that means invasion. Yeah, like for those who enjoy watching animes, mm -hmm. animes use this word a lot, shinryaku. Shinryaku. Lots of invasions in animes. Mm -hmm. I'm missing out on some action, it seems. You gotta start watching them. <laughs> okay, I just actually, I always get it mixed up. I say anime or manga. Mm -hmm. I always... This is just so terrible, I'm sure. But manga is the comic books yes. and anime is the animated shows yes. of that. Okay. Yes. I always get those two mixed up somehow. As you can tell, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan, but I've just never really gotten into either of them yet. So yet. Um, yet. We'll see. <laughs> okay. So the next word means uh, power, like output power. When you mm -hmm. plug into the wall, the output power. And that is shutsuryoku. Yes, shutsuryoku. 
Oh, I did it. Yeah, you did it good. Okay.、Um, again, look at all the show notes for these and just、mm. practice reading them because,、uh, yeah. So, shutsuryaku. Yeah, shutsuryoku. Ryo. Ryoku. That's the war. War. R Y O. Ryo. Yes. Shutsuryoku. Yes, shutsuryoku. Okay, there you go. And the next one is actually just the ending of that. It sounds like Ryoko? Ryoko. 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 Yes. And that means something that we all like to do travel. So if you want to say travel in Japanese, Ryoko.、Mm-hmm. Hmm? Once more, Chisaja. Ryoko. Ryoko. Okay. I feel pretty good with that one. Yes.、Now. All right. So Ryoko. Travel. Okay, now this next one. This one is a mouthful. Ready for this one? All right, Chisa chan. Give it a go. Oh, you can just go first, right? Okay, I'll try. So this one means it wasn't warm. So、um, I say that quite a bit. And if it were cold, it wasn't warm. But here's the word Atatakaku nakata. Yes, Atatakaku nakata. Sounds right. Okay.、Mm-hmm. Sounds like Hakuna Matata. <laughs> yeah. Say once more. Atatakaku nakata. Wow. Atatakaku nakata.、Mm-hmm. Now say it in a regular sentence, like regular speed. Atatakaku nakata. Wow. Well, because like when you think of this sentence as a one word,、mm-hmm. it's pretty hard, but it has actually two components. Oh, it does.、Right? Mm-hmm. Atatakaku. E is like,、uh, as we kind of talked previously, Atataka、mm. is warm.、Okay. Um, because it says it wasn't warm.、Mm-hmm. Uh, to make it past tense,、mm-hmm. you pretty much finish it with a ta, right?、Mm. So, like, Atatakaku is、uh, be warm. Atatakaku nakata, but it wasn't warm. So, Atatakaku nakata is like, nakata is like something that you. Did not like the negative to make、right. it negative, nakata. yeah. Nakata,、mm. so like then they could just to put two things together,、mm-hmm. it's like atatakaku nakata. All right,、mm-hmm. akuna matata, yeah. <laughs> so just like、uh, think of this a whole thing so、yeah. by like dividing into like with two different words, and、yeah. if you find it too hard to say that,、mm-hmm. just like、uh, focus on like each word one by one, yeah. Atatakaku. And then, what is, the, what is the way of making this sentence negative? It's nakata. So,、oh. atatakaku, and then finish it, and then nakata. I see. Yeah. Well, that makes it much easier. Yeah, just try not to say the whole thing as a one word because、gotcha. it's long and tough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense.、Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Chisa chan. Now, the last two. This one is very normal、mm-hmm. car parking lot. <laughs> I don't know why I stuttered. Car parking lot. So this word is chu sha jo. Yeah, that's perfect. Really? Yeah. Okay. Give it a go, Chisa. Let's hear. Chu sha jo. Chu sha jo. All right. And now that we have that out of the way, let's get on to the last word. <clears throat> this one means to be careless in a goofy way.、Mm-hmm. Almost like clumsy, but a little bit different. Yeah. So this word sounds like. Yeah. Sounds like bok choy. Oh, choco choy. 
Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, ochokocho is a one word. Gotcha. <laughs> so you can't break that <laughs> no. one up. Okay, so to be careless in a goofy way, ochokochoi. Yeah, ochokochoi. Oh, it's not too bad, actually. Yeah, but it's not like the bad meaning. It's kind of like, a, oh, you're so careless, kind of cute, but you have to be more care- careful or gotcha. something like that. Okay, mm-hmm. makes sense. So now that we've covered some magical, mysterious、mm-hmm. difficulties wrapped up in the Japanese、yes. language, we've taught you some fun but、mm-hmm. useful words、mm-hmm. that if you went around saying, oh, you know what? It was atakanaka tutu atakamata, but you said it properly, you'd sound like a pretty efficient Japanese、yeah. speaker. So if you can master these words, then I'm pretty sure you'd sound impressive to your friends and Japanese around you. Yeah. Right? I think so too.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, with all that difficult side of Japanese in your knowledge base now, practice that. And in the next episode, we will cover more magic wrapped in the Japanese language, won't we, Chisa chan? Yeah, we will. <laughs> Sounds good. And in the meantime, check out that YouTube channel and that Instagram channel for all the fun things. Discovered within Japan and、mm. got some really fun things in the future for this. I got a lot of cool ideas right now that are in the middle of productions and such. So, with that said, enjoy your week and enjoy being smarter in the Japanese language.、Mm-hmm. All right. Well, arigatou gozaimasu for listening. Arigatou gozaimasu. And we'll see you soon. Bye.